All right, welcome to Dead Harvey. This is where we're going to talk about indie horror, what's going on in the scene, what's coming out, what you should watch, and what indie horror filmmakers should be thinking about because um, everything here is about giving indie horror filmmakers what they need to make their movies and then helping them find an audience. And anything we can do to get that going is all right in our book. Yes, we will give all the indie filmmakers all the resources they need, except for money. As of now. Exactly, exactly. This <laughs> is what everybody needs. So um, the, typically now we always start mm-hmm. with some stuff in the news that we found, and then we get to what we watched last week and what we're going to watch next week. So, I mean, I don't think we can record this without talking quickly about Will Smith and the mm-hmm. Oscars. Uh, I mean, you don't. I'm not going to put a link or anything in there because I think everyone knows what happened. Yeah, it sort of overshadowed all other news, uh, at least for this week. Um, but it's uh, because it was it was uh, so sort of all encompassing. And there's already been some just brilliant memes that have come out of this. Well, a, there's been brilliant <laughs> memes. B, it, it, yes. it, it kind of seemed like everyone was at, at the time. Was like, I think mm-hmm. we should be on his side because we like Will Smith. Then a fuck no. Time. And then a whole bunch no. of people, yeah. And then a whole bunch of people afterwards were like, uh, no, we're not on his side. This is absolutely brutal. I mean, for me, there's it just I mean, I'm talking to a bunch of people about this. It just to me shows how disconnected from reality a lot of oh, people. that's that's exactly what I thought when I watched that moment. First, I was confused. I thought it was uh it was a sketch, and I was talking, I was texting uh, some friends, and, and we we're like, is this real or is this not? What the hell's going on? Couple people thought it was real. Couple people thought it was staged. I thought it was staged because I I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And like, uh, and then after that, um, where when they showed like the uncensored footage from Australia, where, yeah. where Will Smith is screaming, "Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth," and then he says it again. I'm like, oh shit, that yeah, is either is Will Smith this is, is either showing us his best acting that he's ever shown. He's a good, he's actually a great actor. Yeah. But I was like, this is the best acting Will Smith has ever done, or. This is fucking real. And, yeah. it's, yeah. I, and I think it was definitely real. And yeah. I also think it, what it hundred percent shows is how disconnected some of these people are. Like they think they can, like, that's the way I looked at it. I was like, uh-huh. these are all your contemporaries, all your yeah. peers, everybody around you who could possibly give you another yep. job, keep you in the industry and you <laughs> yep. have millions upon millions of people watching and you get pissed off because someone insulted your wife. You think in a joke, but you think it's totally cool to just walk up on stage and slap that guy. Yeah, and it was a it was a joke about being bald. And I understand it's a medical condition, but it's not like she's dying of cancer or anything. Well, and how many jokes have they made about guys being bald? Yeah. Uh, countless. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. kidding. No, it's not, it, to me, it's not even that. It's like to think that yeah. this is okay. This is my reaction. Well, to, yeah. later, to later on be like, yeah, sorry. I apologize. My bad. It's like, what are you thinking? Like, just, uh, yeah. it just blows my mind. And to me, it's kind of on the larger scope of it. It's like, the real these big Hollywood guys were pumping mm-hmm. out these studio films just simply live on a different planet. Exactly. Oh yeah, and he was and he was unless the Academy suspends him uh, for a while. I mean, I don't know if they should take away his award or not, but I think he should be blacklisted for a long time from ever yeah. coming to the Academy Awards again. Oh, because right. I think that like taking his taking his award away is kind of separate from what the issue was. But I think he should have been. I think he should have been given the award, but he should have been kicked out of that place yeah, right he after he should have been walked yeah. out. Like that's what everyone yeah. he should have been walked mm-hmm. like, and someone's got to turn. Around. I mean, yeah. that's just to me. It's like, what, what, like, what are you thinking? Like, you think that that's an okay thing to do? Yeah, like, and all these like stand-up comedians, they're saying like, uh, hey, you know, if we say a joke and somebody doesn't like it, now they can just come punch up us on the stage, or yeah. that's the mentality these people have. Like, but like when it's either okay to hit somebody or it's not. 
you know, you got to draw the line very clear on that. And it's not okay. And especially in that kind of, it's not like a situation where they're like hanging out and nobody else was there and, and he was antagonizing his wife. And it was like one of those things where he was pushing. Him. Oh. He was paid as a comedian to roast people and yeah. several other people got roasted that night. And well, obviously it's, you know, if you hear the stories about Will Smith, it's, you know, you hear they had like his wife was on, it was either like a podcast interview or something like that, where they talked about their open relationship. Yeah. And I think this was just that moment where it snapped and he was feeling very insecure about it. Yeah. And it's just that one thing set him off and it was sort of, it was completely unrelated. I think it was completely unrelated to yeah. the actual GI Jane joke. It was just, oh, he felt oh. like he felt insecure and he felt threatened and he felt like he had to do something to get his manhood back is what that was yeah. anyhow i mean it, it has nothing to do with indie horror whatsoever but yeah and I then feel- embarrassed the academy and uh embarrassed everybody else <laughs> but, i mean but, how long when this has ever something like that happened before it's just ridiculous no, but but that's my kind of point yeah. there's really yeah. i mean i feel when you talk about indie film versus Hollywood yeah. in the studios it always kind of felt like hey maybe one's on the low end of the same spectrum and seeing stuff like that just makes me realize hey in indie film especially when you're talking about low budget indie you're in a different planet you're not even on the same you know, oh yeah definitely like most indie filmmakers are broke uh so they're yeah. very relatable yeah. will smith a multi-millionaire and and then up and crying about like how he's the victim after it happened yeah. to yeah. he hits oh. somebody and then goes up and cries about how he's the victim people call their names <laughs> what are you thinking <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> think it, and, and think it's everything's okay yeah. like it just goes to show that like this is my point about this and why i think it's worth talking about is that hey yeah. as an indie film level you're on a different planet you can't actually associate what these guys are oh, doing. yeah that you're playing the same game. You're not. Oh, if any indie filmmaker would have, let's say an indie filmmaker would have gotten his first award and they would have smacked uh, Chris Rock or Will Smith or anybody else like that, they'd be probably in jail for the next 20 years. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's not even, it's like, you're not, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's a different game. Yeah. This is a self-serving industry of Hollywood, like Absolutely. people that are on a different planet. And you shouldn't even be thinking, hey, that's that, that's the game. That's not the game. That's a different yeah. game. That's a yeah. different game completely. And, that, yeah. and that, that kind of demonstrates it. They live on a different planet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it exposed yeah. the ugliness of Hollywood is what yeah. it did. And, yeah. you know, like the, they like to pretend everything's all, all good and everything's okay. Yeah, we we, we we saw a little bit of look into that, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's it just, to me, it looked at it as like, yeah, when you're an indie, it's a different, these aren't the same people. These are, this is a different planet. Yeah. Anyhow, moving on to some other stuff in the news that we found that I think is interesting. One, um, now this guy is definitely indie. He's on the higher end of indie, but Alex Garland is coming out with a new movie and uh, everyone kind of was a buzz about it. Um, uh, it's uh, And it's got Jesse Buckley, who's an Academy Award winner yeah. uh, in an Alex uh, Garland film. And it just looks, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, Alex Gar- Garland, so he's known for stuff like Annihilation, Ex Machina um yeah annihilation is actually kind of cool and this is a this is a24 bringing this out this is an indie like Mm -hmm. now now granted he's got budget behind this obviously like he gets budget but he definitely is outside of this Mm -hmm. he's someone who came up like i think he started out as a music director uh doing doing music videos before getting into x x machina oh yeah i'm not really sure about what his history is i I did really dig uh, x machina and then a lot of people recommended annihilation to me i saw i got got about like 30 minutes through it before and then i got bored but then all these people kept telling me a cool shit was going to happen in it but when it starts to show like the parallel universe kind of stuff then it starts to throw some of those like lovecraftian elements in there then it starts to get pretty cool you got to stick with it but it's it's actually pretty cool i I loved annihilation yeah but it did take me a while to get through it at first yeah yeah i mean with annihilation i was i remember watching it going like 
when I getting to the end of mm-hmm. it, like it almost getting that, you know, like Christopher Nolan in the early days, you saw yeah. stuff and you saw stuff and you're like, ah, no one else is making shit like this. That's so yeah. cool. And now he's making other stuff that is weird. But yeah. like Alex Garland is like that. When I watched Annihilation, Annihilation when I watched Ex Machina, they mm-hmm. have a real indie feel to them because they're, they're definitely, they're, yeah. They're yeah. tackling something mm-hmm. that, that especially Ex Machina, yeah. Yeah. Especially Ex Machina. Yeah. Annihilation kept that too because afterwards it turns out that if I remember correctly, it's really about cancer and how people deal with cancer, and 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 that's his interpretation of it. So he yeah, says, so he's taken like crazy, crazy things like that, that are that are indie filmmakers deal with, and he's able now to get budget to make mm-hmm. them. So and he doesn't make movies every every year, right? He, yeah, he, he comes and goes as he as he as he can, and he's done some cool shit. Didn't he also do? Um, What's the uh, what's the one Deuce on Dose on uh, the, the 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 limited series? Um, oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, um, awesome. I'm not familiar with that. Awesome. One. There's a. I should look it up here. Hold on, take a break. I mean, the, it sort of rings the name, kind of rings a bell, but I definitely haven't seen it. Was it like on HBO or something like that? Or it was hard to find. Yeah. Hold on, Alex Garland, X Mac, and I'll I'll look it up right here. Um. Oh, he was the writer on 28 Days Later. Devs. It was a, yeah. So TV, yeah. So Alex Garland, um, yeah, was was kind of coming up. He did a lot of video game stuff. He did a mm-hmm. lot of, wrote some novels, uh, but it's all at 28 Days Later. He wrote the script for that. Um, that's how he kind of broke onto the scene doing some mm. shit like that. That's um, cool. But then Ex Machina 2014, Annihilation 2018. <laughs> Um, and then he did Devs, which was an awesome eight-episode miniseries. Can't remember where it was. It was either HBO or or one of the. It might not have been HBO. I can't remember where it was, but it was it was amazing. So anyhow, um, now Men is coming out, and of course he doesn't do shit every day. And when he does, it's pretty awesome, and it always has that indie vibe. So yeah, a lot of people are looking forward to uh, to that. There was a bunch of articles about it. We'll post to one of the ones that we saw. Uh, about men but check out the trailer it's awesome yeah uh, this one's new to me i'll, I'll check out the tra- i haven't even seen the trailer yet but i've been yeah. seeing it pop up yeah alex garland's one of those guys that came up the indie guy came up out of like like i said doing video games writing some scripts and stuff and then when he broke out realized he only wants to do what he wants to do and came out with some awesome projects he's definitely worth watching uh really quickly getting through a couple other things you and i should talk about more of these when we see them in the news especially when they're done well uh, you put this on my radar, so you can talk about it. But um, there's a crowdsourcing campaign for Zombikini. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's so great, and I, it's like like when you see the, you, so you see like behind this from her backside, you know, kind of like when they do all like the shark stuff, like Avalanche Sharks one. It's got the girl in the bikini, and then like the shark in front of her. So this is like it's got the zombie girl wearing the bikini. But her flesh, I mean, she looks like dirty and shit. Like she's been rolling around in the mud trying to bite some people. But nothing's like rotted on her body and fallen off yet, which is the perfect time for that zombie to go uh, show off her physique at the beach there. Oh, show off that, that zombie it, it, beach body before like all her flesh starts rotting off. It's very much the typical, like you <laughs> yeah. see the back of uh, spit on your grave and everything. Yeah. It's just the backside of her. Mm-hmm. That's awesome picture. And by the way, I think it's just actually Photoshop <laughs> on top of a perfectly fine uh, woman. They just added all the blood and gore to her. But, um, but I mean, uh, I would look it up and we could post links to uh, where they do it. But I think mm-hmm. every once in a while, because, hey, talking about the difference between a Will Smith yeah. and Indie Horror, crowdfunding and finding uh, um, budget from 
from other sources is a huge thing for indie filmmakers. Yeah. And so when we do come across crowdfunding projects that look good and look like they're done right, we'll talk about them and put them on uh, put them on your radar. But we'll we'll link to this one. It's on Indiegogo, Zombikini feature film funding. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it says here if you like zombies and bikinis, this is mm-hmm. your this is this is a film for you. I, uh, just the name alone, uh, I'm sold. Just the yeah. name alone. Yeah, it's so hilarious. We should, and we'll bring those up every once in a while. We'll put the yeah. we'll put the we'll put the link out there, but we should mm-hmm. talk about crowdfunding, especially with cool. Yeah. The last little bit of news, and I read it, I just found it interesting. Um, and this is probably more up your alley than mine, but they were talking about webtoons are taking over mm-hmm. the world. And now webtoons are basically just essentially cartoons or, or comic books kind of put with animation for web distribution. Um, and, and the ones that I've seen are actually pretty low budget. Like they, they don't really do much. There's a lot of like, well, well, some are animated, some are less animated. Mm-hmm. Just kind of talk about, they're basically cartoons put online now, right now there. And, uh, Netflix, just Netflix, the, that recent Korean film that they had done, the horror one was based on a webtoon. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, it was an awesome one mm-hmm. and it was super inventive and it was a yeah. bit, apparently based off a webtoon that was popular in Korea. And so this, this article, and we'll post to it, is basically talking about how in these pockets, like in in, in Korea and in, in, in different in, in Asia and certain other spots, these webtoons are really taking off because they're low low budget to make, and they're getting way more attention than some other mainstream stuff. So it's a it's a cool format to look at to develop ideas and intellectual property. So it, it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Now the stuff I've read about webtoons is you can get sponsorship on there. Basically they can kind of like, I don't know if it's still like that, but when I read about it before and I've seen some people have some videos on it, they say you can get, you know, if enough people are reading your stuff and people webtoons like it, they'll sponsor you for it. Then you could actually get some cash for doing what you love. Um, but it's got a different format. It's got like a vertical format. So, you know, like most comics you'll read, it's kind of like, a, so in America we read comics left to right. Uh, top to bottom and then uh, manga is like right to left uh, top to bottom and then you've got uh, webtoons which is basically like vertical so it's like up and down so you've got panels that just go up and then just kind of keep going down sometimes they'll just have like sometimes somebody will put just like one panel on there other times people have like a series of uh, like a couple different panels um, and then they'll either do like uh, daily or weekly or like even like once a month or when they all kind of all the different creators on it sort of have different uh, schedules about when they post stuff out there. So, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 a new format new to me because I haven't watched it, but they're talking. And it's all about- free. I mean, it's like it's yeah. uh, from when I've been on there before, they may have like a different tier of it. But when I went on there before, like probably like six months to a year ago or something like that, everything that I was looking at was free on there. So, yeah, but I think, yeah, I mean, to me, but you can Patreon people or sponsor them though. Like if you like, I think there's ways to give them money though. Probably. But what I like is, is, is it's basically, we're talking about, you know, we are all really, um, we're content creators at the end of the day. Yeah. And they're looking for, and they're looking for content for movies off of that right there. And and if you're looking to get noticed, it's a good way to get noticed. Right. So, so very cool. So anyhow, now uh, moving on to what we watched last week, the stuff we had talked about that we were going to watch and we're going to watch this week. Um, The one I said I was going to watch is ravers. Um, Yeah. I think it's on Tubi. Natasha Henstrich is in it, right? Yes, Natasha Henstrich is in it. But let's let's be honest. They did the very typical, let's get her in the most minor role we we can. And then we're going to put her name front and center. So she actually isn't in like, so it's about this. Mm -hmm. It's about this girl who has like severe anxiety about germs and stuff like that and gets invited to a to a rave. Uh, Mm -hmm. And at the rave, what happens is it's actually pretty funny. This is some pretty good 
like goofy over the top violence in it so basically it's a, it's like a, a red bull factory without saying yeah. red bull right so it's like an energy drink thing and the guy at the very beginning of the opening scene like messes up and he leans against something and he changes the chemicals that go into mm -hmm. it and then uh when they decide they're shutting down the factory uh everyone's drinking the last batch which of course got messed up and it mm -hmm. drives a, a couple people including this bodybuilder completely bonkers and then he ends up slaughtering a bunch of people um as they're all being let go and that kind of sets the stage with this company is leaving the mm -hmm. uh the, the factory and it's empty and this rave comes in but of course all those tainted um uh, energy drinks are left behind yeah. so everyone basically turns into these weird over energy energy energized zombie like uh -huh. creatures that just start destroying each other and uh because she's a germaphobe she doesn't have mm -hmm. it and a couple other people don't drink it uh, um and of course the rave is a bunch of drugs and stuff and anyway. mm -hmm. so anyhow and it's really about it's basically a zombie movie uh um but they're not really zombies they drink these tainted um uh, energy drinks in, in a in a rave uh setting and there's a bunch of cool comedic violence it's kind of like it's a low budget movie so it is what it is but there's lots of, it's it's fun it's like a fun movie to watch now N natasha henstrich of course isn't actually at the rave. She, yeah. <laughs> she yeah she's she's the boss and so oh, at, okay. at her job so and she's a she's a, a writer so natasha henstrich plays like the 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 j jonah jameson oh, okay okay says, you need to go out there and get yeah. these articles this article you need to go live it go to the rave and get me the get me the, the thing so she's she's not in it quite as much even though she's she's shown as front and center but it is definitely a fun movie it's definitely a low budget indie yeah. um uh they have some budget because there's a lot of good gore in it but it's definitely in that low budget indie range it's pretty it's it's an entertaining it's, it's entertaining definitely worth checking out and it's on tubi so it's free yeah and they probably shot natasha henster shot in like a day i imagine if she had a scene like that where she's just like is it like is she talking to people like over a zoom call or just talking to her off of the phone or something to send them out to check no, out the no, rave no she's in i mean she, there's, i mean oh, I she's, she's at the rave herself or no she's not natasha yeah. answers as far as i remember like she unless she shows up later because i'm not gonna lie kind of fell asleep in and out of consciousness by the end of it so she, she may have shown up i don't think mm -hmm. she did um but uh it was at the beginning a lot where she was at the office and she mm -hmm. was there she was there at the at the office she was just the j jonah jameson sitting at the office and yeah I, I i i would i would i would lean towards no she was not featured yeah. anywhere else and was probably shot out in a day correct like at the office that was done cool. so uh and and you were going to watch the special yeah right before i talk about that i think it's kind of cool because it sort of reminds me of the movie i like the concept though it reminds me of the movie street trash where like guys go over there was like contaminated hooch and guys yeah. go in and they drink like this stuff that's like the the bum wine and then it turns them into zombies. Ah, great movie. Sort of reminded me of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, but it is, it's basically the it's basically a zombie movie, but you're doing a different take on it. So it's like yeah. we're not really zombies, something different's happening here to make these guys go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> so the special, uh, when I was kind of talking about it before, you can't really go into this. I couldn't go into this what this movie was really about. Um, but you know the the Lonely Island Boys, that song they had called Dick in a Box. Yep. Uh, like Justin, Justin Timon sing on there or something. Yep. But uh, that's basically what this movie is. Uh, so this, it's about a dangerous uh, box uh, that you put your wang into and uh, you get addicted to it. Uh, so there's this guy at the beginning who was, who's his, his like a coworker or his boss 
they're hanging out and so he's like telling him how he's like i think my wife's cheating on me it doesn't have any like evidence or anything of course and the boss is like you know if you think that she's cheating on you what you need to go is go uh, cheat on her to get payback the guy's like i don't know that sounds kind of shady he's like he's like i got something like worked out for you and i'll handle everything for you so he, t- he takes him to this like brothel and then uh, all these girls are coming up to him and everything. He goes, you know, th- you know, you don't want that. You want the special. And so this lady who was in charge of the madame, she's like, okay, I'll give you the special. And there's just this box there and it's got this, uh, this little writing on it that says, uh, stick it here. And so <laughs> the guy's like looking at like, what the fuck's going on? And so he, so he, you know, he goes to it and all of a sudden he gets addicted to having sex with this box. Turns out there's actually like a creature that's in this box and he ends up like stealing the box and taking it home and getting a place and just like having it in his apartment, like completely isolated from society. So he goes full on meth head, heroin addict, drug addict mode, just banging this box as much as possible until he finds that he can't bang it anymore. And then he opens the box. He finds out there's a creature that's inside of it. So he tries to like take care of this creature so that it won't die so that he can uh, so that he can keep banging it <laughs> and just completely like it pisses everyone else in his life off around him. Uh, so then uh, at the end of the movie, you find out what happens once the box gets returned and then like what happens to him. But it's got some pretty crazy shit in there. And actually for describing on what this movie is, a horror movie about a guy that puts his wang in a box and gets addicted to it. It sounds like it would be complete trash, but it's actually very artily done. And it's very like, I mean, it doesn't skimp away from like the, from the subject matter or anything like that. And like the kind of like that little bit of that sleaziness of it, but it's very, very well done and very well written. It's surprisingly really good and definitely worth watching. Uh, where can we, so where can we find it? Maybe not around your significant other, but you know. <laughs> so, so what, is that? what platform is it on? Oh, uh, that was on Tubi that I saw Oh, excellent. Yeah. So there you go. Another Tubi, mm-hmm. a Tubi we can check out. Oh. Uh, cool. And then, Although so, it is a morality story, I would say. Don't put your dick in a buck. Don't cheat on your wife and don't put your dick in a buck. Yeah. That's, <laughs> there's, yeah. It has real consequences. Real life consequences <laughs> that come from it. Um, okay. So moving on to what we're going to look at next mm-hmm. week. You've already yeah. told me what, you're, what you mm-hmm. want. And it, is, it is a pretty, I mean, I'm going to go check this one out too. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, uh, you're talking about X. This is Ty Ty West's return mm-hmm. and his homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, saw it in the theater. I may actually go see it again because we have like Tuesday matinees here, where they do kind of like a five dollar matinee kind of thing. I'll probably go see it in the theater again to support indie movies to make up for me not supporting them before, being lazy and not going to the theater because it's cool. It's, it's worth seeing at the theater at least once, but I'll probably go see it again. Yeah, so we won't talk mm-hmm. about it because we'll talk mm-hmm. about it next week, but. Um, yeah. But Ty West is one of those guys that got a huge name originally yeah. um, with some pretty badass horror films. I think he did Cabin Fever 2 uh, after Eli. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what was the big one he did? Neighbors or? or well, uh, House of the Devil and then uh, The Innkeepers. House the Innkeepers, of the Devil. Innkeepers, that's the one. Yeah. His movie's kind of like hit and miss with me. House of the Devil I was really bored by. I think it was pretty well done, but it was just, it's really slow. And then some yeah. crazy shit happens at the end. But this movie for me, uh, X fired on a lot of cylinders that I think really worked. Like he was, he was on his game on this. It's, it's, it's really cool. Well, Ty, and Ty West yeah. had, and he's been doing TV for a while, mm-hmm. like for the last like five, six yeah. years, he's been doing a bunch of TV shows, getting into TV directing. And it's interesting that a lot of these indie horror guys, and you see this with others too. I mean, obviously there's guys like Eli Roth and stuff who have yeah. bigger, who have bigger, 
bigger uh, projects. But the guys who get known in the indie scene sometimes flip over and like direct SVU. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah. right. It's just because that's the that's the equivalent because they're not given big projects all the time. Yeah. Um, but Ty West is one that if you look at all the stuff, like I think he did stuff for ABC's of death and, uh, and, and yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think he did yeah, stuff like that. that. And he was really well known. It was yeah. like the horror director to watch about a yeah. decade ago, but then he went kind of silent working in TV and stuff for a while. So mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to come back and come back. And I've heard, like, I haven't seen it. I'll probably check it out, but to come back hard and do something awesome. Yeah. Like they're, they're already talking about doing a sequel or a prequel to it. Oh yeah. Um, I've heard like trilogy now. Yeah, they made yeah. it a trilogy, yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk more about that next week. Um, the one I'm going to check out is the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, I'm going to watch Spine of Night. Nice. Uh, now, you yeah. you were the one who put it on my on my yeah. radar a little bit because it's kind of like Heavy Metal was back in the day, which was such a unique project. The, the animated, uh, I, wouldn't call, I wouldn't call it a horror project film but it was like it was like um dark fantasy kind of or like yeah you know sci-fi where it blends into horror that kind of thing it has it has elements of both um spino night is a i'll wait to talk about it with you but it's it does not pull any punches um and it it, the art style is very similar to heavy metal and um fire and ice running me a lot of fire and ice as well which is is cool see i was i was looking for some to Mm -hmm. to to put on my radar because there actually is some Mm -hmm. other cool shit coming out but but hey, I'll check this one out. So it's an epic fantasy tale about the history of a land that never was, beginning with an ambitious young man stealing forbidden knowledge from a sacred planet. Um, I mean, and it's got like Richard Grant, Lucy Lawless, Pat Naswell doing voices, looks like. Yeah, it's got an indie movie, but they got some uh, some stars to to give the voices to it. Yeah, the voices too, which yeah. obviously it's easy projects for guys yeah. like that. And, no, and we're not talking A-listers here. We're talking about you know, yeah. good, firm B-listers. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, like talking about webtoons originally, like animated shit is that you could do some crazy stuff in anim- yeah. animation. So uh, I'm pretty stoked to get into that one because I mean, good animation is is um, is awesome. Yeah, that's going to be fun to talk about next week. Both those movies will be fun to talk about yeah, next week for sure. Okay, so then uh, that kind of wraps it up for this week. We got what we're going to watch about next week. And we're going to keep our eyes on the news and tell you about more stuff there. Uh, so. If you like this stuff, you know, give us a like wherever you're listening to this or watching it. Subscribe to us if you can. Give us a like on on, on podcasts. Um, essentially, you know, the more people that like us, the more people that listen. The idea here is we want to see more indie horror and get more people watching indie horror. So um, the, the more the more ways we can get the word out, the better. And if you have a movie that you want us to talk about or a project you want to talk about, let's go to deadharvey.com. Uh, find our email there or reach out uh, however you can and, and let us know because we're happy to talk about shit. We've done it before and we'll do it again. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, yeah, send us your stuff. We'll promote it. Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right. Until next week. Until next week. Until next week.